if we mentioned this, but I guess this would be a good time as any to say that we are only going to be recording 20 episodes this season, as opposed to our 32 on the first season. And that's probably what we'll be doing moving forward for every season. Oh. Just so you guys know. Okay. Well, since we're just going to start off the episode with big news right off the bat. Okay. I'm on board. I'm on it. Oh, okay. So, guess I probably should have run that by you first. Um, and, and just so everyone knows, I don't normally make executive decisions like that. Um, I thought I mentioned it, honestly, so my bad if I didn't. Um, but don't be dramatic. Um, never thought I'd be the one to say that. Um, that's that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, it, it feels wrong coming out of my cutting coming out of my mouth um but we are going to be taking a break after episode 10 as well so oh okay well yeah i guess i did get the memo like just now like literally right now okay um, yeah i was afraid that was the case yeah, sorry well, you know i have conversations in my head sometimes that i think i'm having with you but i guess i don't that explains so. why you're like always getting mad like i told you about this is like you literally did not tell me anything i would not be surprised <laughs> if that's literally why <laughs> all right so last week was a pretty fun episode and i came to the conclusion that you joel and yes. about 30 percent of my facebook friends are psychopaths yeah um why well because you guys y'all cut y'all's pizza in half before cooking everyone else cooks their pasta whole how does that make you feel well I just want to start off by saying that there are strength in numbers and um, I'm pretty sure it was half and half. Like there were half of the people that were saying yes and the other half were saying no. So I just feel, I feel fine about it. Thank you. Just to answer your, your question. But Rudy is referring to the spaghetti pasta unpopular opinion moment that we had on last week's episode. And, um, and that being I break my spaghetti in half and then boil it when i cook my noodles and he just can't get past that um but now we know that it, it actually is more common than you thought so how do you feel about that honestly i think it might be an age thing because it was 50 50 on my social media but, but you just said 30 50 50 50 on your entire social, no, th- like Instagram and Facebook. Right. I guess you were just saying on Facebook, it was 30-50. On Facebook, it was 30-50. Oh, wait, five, six, seven, eight. That's only 80% though. Okay, we need, we need to work on our math. <laughs> we're over here working, working. Okay, getting continue, all worked, right. The point being. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so point being, you guys are wrong who cut your pasta in half. My, my 50, I'll take my 50% or 70%, whatever. I'll take my 70% with me. And know that we are in the right. Well, I'm just saying, including all the polls that we did, it's it's 50-50. Um, we did see a lot of excitement from people for that episode. So we'll be doing another Unpopular Opinion episode in the future. Just a lot of announcements this episode. Yeah, are we going to do the Unpopular Opinion Part 2 in season... This season or next? I-, um, I think it should be this season. It was too good of a, you know, hit with people not to do it again this season, in my opinion. But yeah, with that said, you guys should listen to it. It was a fun one. So on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about things that have changed things. That sounds kind of funny. (laughs) So um, basically big events that have occurred in our lifetime that have impacted and changed our lives because of it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, When when I think about things that have changed things, (laughs) that's going to be interesting to say throughout the whole episode. (laughs) 
Uh, well, when I think about that, my mind always goes to social media. It is just because everyone around the world is connected to their, you know, their friends and family through social media. You know, if you want to know what someone is up to today, open up Facebook, Instagram. You'll see what they ate for breakfast. You'll see where they work. Live stories exactly. on there. You'll see Live their, stories. You'll see their kids' pictures all over their all over their social media pages. Point being, um, basically, you can find out anything about anyone at a, at a click of a button or tap of a phone. But before social media blew up, you had a call. You had a call to catch up with somebody. Like if you wanted to know what they were up to, you would call them and make plans that way write a letter you know write a letter yeah put a a stamp on it and um but yeah it's i guess it's kind of cool that you can connect with friends and family from across the state or even across the world in a matter of seconds but for me sometimes being that connected in my opinion it takes away from some from some of the things that are kind of meant for you to like i guess not know in a sense like i guess i'm referring to like high school reunions or um, formal events because in my um, circle of friends, if ever we have like a birthday party or a get together, it's a Facebook event. Yeah, now right. Yeah, nobody ever sends. No one sends birthday invitations anymore. Invitations anymore. I mean, I've seen birthday parties and all that. I mean, I think unless it's like a big event, they'll probably do. Yeah, that. if it's like a, 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 like a wedding. wedding. Yeah. yeah, and like for me, my ten year reunion, I didn't go to it one because ten years not a lot happens. I guess professionally after high school. And also, secondly, because social media was already around, so we already knew who everyone was with, like who they married, who they had kids with, all that kind of stuff. You're like, and, oh, did you see that Sean got back with Stacy? Like, oh my gosh, we thought we they were never gonna make it, and look at them now. We thought there's so much drama in high school, but they never would have gotten <laughs> together. But then, like, fast forward to like for me, my 20 year reunion is coming up this coming May. Yes, you won't and, stop talking about it. I think you should go. You really, you just cannot stop talking about it. I don't know. I I don't I don't, I don't I'm not gonna go because honestly, it's been 20 years. The people that are in my life now from high school are the ones that I associate on a day-to-day basis. And secondly, social media, it kept me in touch with all those people that I haven't seen in years. So social media in a way kind of took that mystery, mysterious, what that are they mystery, up to now yeah. type of thing. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I feel like I feel like school reunions are kind of like not a thing anymore. Majority of the reason is because people just know what they're doing because of social media like facebook i mean instagram they all keep you connected with people and there are so many things regarding social media that have obviously impacted our lives i think the way that we communicate for example one positive i i think for social media networks um i saw the most when we were dealing with the COVID lockdowns right it was social media's time to shine. Like this is where we were able to connect in a way we really needed at that time. I mean, I can't tell you how many FaceTimes I had with friends via Facebook and Snapchat. Can you imagine having to have dealt with COVID pre-social media? Like you'd be writing letters to people and have to wait like two weeks to get a response. Like that is not cute. And even on top of that, during COVID, a lot of orders were, were backed up. On If you order anything on Amazon or wherever you're ordering stuff, it was backed up for weeks. So if you were to write a letter to somebody, they probably wouldn't get it until a month until after the lockdown right. was over. It would take forever. But I can definitely relate to it, to social media being like the time to shine was during the pandemic because I had never used... You saw its true purpose. Yeah, You saw definitely. its true purpose for, for having it and yeah, stuff. I had never used Facebook video 
or like Zoom or FaceTime as much as I did during the pandemic, uh, during, when the lockdown happened. You know, thank God Facebook or Twitter didn't crash during the pandemic. Can you imagine? Oh my God, no. Like the people would be so people upset, would have been upset not being able to post their like Tuesday 1 p.m. drunken selfie. I'm not even going to lie. The challenges during the lockdowns is what kept me going. It's what kept me alive. I remember doing meh Mondays, turn up Tuesdays. We had wine Wednesdays, thirsty Thursdays, fun Fridays. I, I sabotage Sundays and suck it up Sundays because tomorrow's Monday. I mean, with all of our friends, we had like any excuse and every excuse to get together on FaceTime and just, you know, get drunk. I mean, oh, wow, social media has just changed our lives for the better. Yeah, I mean, like, it not only changed the way how we take selfies of our, you know, of ourselves, obviously, but our pic- the pictures of our food. It uh, changed how we, we communicate with our friends. I know earlier I did speak about, like, how events are all on Facebook events. You know, people are inviting people to cookouts, get-togethers, and whatnot. But, like, it, it did, in doing so, I remember, I don't know if you remember some part of this in, uh, what, the post office is what I, kind of what I'm getting to. When social media came to play people were communicating on an instant level like you would send a text or a message on facebook messenger and you get a response right then and there so of course u.s mail took a hit causing you know the price of stamps to go up and also i don't know if you remember oh this yeah when well. it happened mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When, when social media was like kinda, right like unfolding mm-hmm. and yeah mm-hmm. and then I know that f- makes sense i know for a while post offices went to a five-day work week or to where they were only delivering mail like monday through friday they took saturdays off that only lasted like for like a month or two just because people needed their mail or they needed to go to the post office on a Saturday on their day off to ship out whatever they need to ship out. But that's a way, another way that that social media did change um, the U.S. mail from an economic standpoint. Right. That makes sense. I think in all seriousness, social media has absolutely reconstructed the way that we communicate with people. Some people see it in a bad way, and I get that. It totally has its, uh, you know, cons. But others see it in a, in a more positive light. But I definitely am one that feels like when you use social media as a tool in the right way, it can really become a powerful way for you to communicate with the world, really, you know? Um, you can help, you know, build and spread the word of your business if you have one. You can keep in touch with family and friends, learn and educate yourself. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Personally, it allowed, you know, us to communicate with you guys, right? Like in this exact moment, it's how we're able to speak about things on our show and for you to be able to listen to it. If it were not for social media, I mean, there's so many things that would not be able to exist today, right? Or would Mm -hmm. probably look very different today. Just to name a few things that would be different if it were not for social media are um this is a this one that's a big one for me um you would have to actually remember people's birthdays i know that it is it can it is possible people used to do it all the time but for me like i I depend on social media so much specifically facebook to look at someone's birth when someone's birthday like when i see someone like oh like a whole bunch of people wishing a person a birthday happy birthday i'm like okay it is for sure their birthday today then see for me i'm the worst <laughs> when it comes to that because i could i could be on facebook and i was like oh it's so and so's birthday okay cool squirrel i just keep going <laughs> I, yeah. don't, I don't i forget to wish him a happy birthday right speaking of birthdays do you even know what mine is without looking to yes, social media duh it's um may 13 what year don't say the year. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, what was it, what's the next one? Um, so we would have to find our people, like mm-hmm. ourselves, like physically. 
you know how many times I used Find My on 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 uh, the iPhone? Mm-hmm. So Find My basically like allows you to look up someone's location if they they share it with you, or you can find your devices that way as well. But yeah, I mean, you would have to actually figure out where someone's at versus using an app on your phone. Yeah, and well, yeah, you were right on my birthday, by the way. But on the okay, uh, on the Find <laughs> I My it for a second, on the Find My, I know when I, I'll call my mom. She doesn't answer. So, you know, I look at her location. It's like, oh, maybe she's at work or maybe she's at grandma's house or something. I see she's at home. I was like, oh, no, you're getting two or three more back-to-back calls for me. You're at home. I'm mm. like priority when I call. Yeah, we know you're home, <laughs> Doña Leti. Um, yeah, we would also probably be safer drivers on that note. We mm-hmm. would probably be safer drivers um, just because, you know, how many people do you see texting and driving and you know, on social media. I mean, we almost got hit the other day when we were driving to and from somewhere uh, because somebody was just getting in our lane just because they were on their phone. And yeah. we saw them literally on their phone and they were unaware yeah. of the fact that they almost hit us. Hopefully so, that selfie was worth it. Yeah. So um, another one, potential, empl- this is a big one in my opinion, a mm-hmm. potential employer slash employment uh, would be harder to find. So. Oh, I agree. That's a huge one. I mean, Everyone listening on this uh, on to this episode right now probably found their job because of because of online uh, opportunities. So I mean, has I mean, had it not been for that, I mean, who's to say how you would have found your job, right? Like the different ways you would have to, you know, really be able to get out there and actually like uh, go to pl- from place to place, having to apply for a job like they used did you, to in the past. Did you ever do that? No, I never did that. You never did that? No, I never. I didn't. Like I grew up with. Like that was normal. Okay, see, for me in high school, I literally had to drive to different locations, filling out job job applications, and hope that they would call just so that I could make up that gas money that I did to drive there. Yeah, well, I mean, like the internet wasn't even really established until what nineteen ninety three. Ninety three, yeah. For so you were already around. Yeah, I was already. You were already making applying for school. I mean, applying for uh, work. So there you go. Oh, also, big one probably for a lot of people. TikTok, forget about it. You'd actually be more productive with your time. Can you imagine how much we could get done in a day had we, if we do not go to TikTok? But also how bored. That's true. (laughs) You don't know how many hours I spent. I mean, it's probably not good. I'm probably sleep deprived because of TikTok. I went to sleep really late the other night Mm -hmm. knowing that I had to go to work and that we were working. You had already fallen asleep, but we had to go to work at the next day. Be up at like six in the morning. I didn't go to bed till fucking one 30 AM because I was just on TikTok for three hours. Well, three hours. On the bright side, you got that dance down though. The next day I saw you. Oh my gosh. Whatever. (laughs) I wish. But uh, yeah, social media obviously has definitely, it helped us a lot. um, Mm -hmm. Especially with the podcast. It helped us reach our audience. It helped uh, us reach you guys whenever you send us DMs and we will respond as soon as we can. And I kind of want to touch a little bit on the whole work thing that you were talking about, like finding your employer. And for us in this industry, we rely a lot on social media for networking purposes and even like for the company that we're working for now. Yeah, I actually found them on Facebook because they put an ad out that they needed managers for what we're doing. And I applied in five years later. I mean, I'm still with the same company because I found them of their social presence on Facebook. Right. And even LinkedIn for work. I know, I don't think you use it as much as I do. I don't um, know. But, but I'll go on there and I'll look at stuff. And I probably should, but it, I don't know. Yeah, because I've actually It's worked had, out for me so far. <laughs> I've had some agencies reach out to me. Like, my resume is just sitting out there. I don't, like send it out push it to agencies or anything they just read it and they i'll get messages really random at times 
asking if I'm interested for, on this contract or if I'm looking for work for these dates. And I'm like, no, I mean, I, I sometimes I have messages on there that I haven't even opened just because I'm too, you know, we're too busy with work or whatnot. Right. Yeah. Um, so along the lines of social media, Amazon has completely changed the way that we as consumers shop. Um, that has become the most convenient way to shop, hands down. So um, I know that kind of goes into the social media thing, but yeah, I mean, Amazon, I feel like it would be a disservice to not talk about it because imagine the world you lived in before Amazon. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I grew up with Amazon. Yeah, I had to rely Isn't on... Isn't it kind of weird? Like now that you think of it, like, I don't know, now that I put it into perspective, well, just that, like how... What's that big sale that Amazon has every year? Amazon uh, Prime it's, Day I think it's or Prime, Prime Day? Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like Prime Day now is what... Um, Black Friday was for me growing up because Black Friday. And they do the Black Friday specials they, too online. They do. But so. what I was getting as Black Friday for me as growing up, we would rely on the newspaper or the Toys R Us catalog to see what we wanted to shop for on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So it was a completely yeah. different type of shopping experience. And going back to Amazon, like you were saying, um, I know when I'm at the store, I mean, you've seen me do this. Uh, all if, the time yeah you already know what i'm gonna say <laughs> absolutely so we're like we're at target when i say the store we're at target because that's usually where we're at and we're gonna buy something or we're, we're looking at something that catches our attention i'm like wait wait wait, hold on don't put it in the shopping cart yet let me go on amazon see if i could find it for cheaper nine times out of ten it is cheaper on amazon but if you want it right then and there, obviously, just go ahead and buy it at the store. I was going to say, don't get it twisted because Target still gets my money. They, they really still do. Get, I'm, I, in matter of fact, I'm always like, here, have, take my money. Go in there for Q-tips, come out $100. Uh, Deep, spin, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Every time. And it never also, fails. Also, one thing about Amazon that I recently found out that I was like so excited and I was like, I was telling you about it the other day. On Amazon, on the Amazon app, there's a camera. You tap on the camera. You can take a picture of anything in, like, try it in your living room. Take a picture of the chair or your dining table. And Amazon will pull up a list of similar, if not the exact image that you took of that item. And it'll tell you different prices and different sellers. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't think you Yeah, were no, too- that's super dope. I mean, I knew that if i thought it only served like a barcode type Mm -hmm. of situation where you would scan the barcode and it would pull up the product you know and then the different people who sell it if not directly from the the supplier but i didn't know about the image thing so that that was really neat i had no idea we only noticed because you did it you know while we were writing for the show i got so so excited i was like oh my god (laughs) so sorry i I got a little sidetracked there but like (laughs) but like amazon like when it first started all it sold was books, like college textbooks right, yeah. and like hardback books. Right. Because I know I bought like a book or two back when I was in college and it was cool. I mean, it definitely, definitely took longer than a day or two to receive. It was probably like a week or two weeks to get. But um, now it, there really isn't anything that you cannot find on Amazon. And it gets everything's to, yeah, on there. Everything's on everything. there. It gets to your doorstep. Lube, oh. There, it's on there. <laughs> <laughs> Just bought some. Um <laughs> everything's on there it really is amazing what they have accomplished when it comes down to consumer convenience and like how much more affordable it is because you can buy items directly from companies versus the storefront experience right Mm -hmm. so prime alone just it just completely revolutionized our expectations when it comes to items you purchase and the delivery time Right. Like that's the biggest thing to get something in two days via prime. Like, are you kidding me? That's just not only great business, but that is a great way to market yourself. If it's not prime, I don't even buy it. Like 
I don't want it. But yeah, you really don't. I know you no, filter for it's Prime like only. just Prime only, but yeah, don't get, even get me started on Prime Now and Prime Air because it's just they just keep trying to find better and better ways to make it easy for you to buy something, and it's just I'm 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 that target that they want to like get because I'm definitely the prime demographic for them. And for me, like when Amazon first came out, obviously I was skeptical. I was like, I don't know about buying something and waiting and paying shipping. Where they got me with Amazon Prime was the zero shipping fees. I mean, oh yes. throughout the year, we buy Best stuff. Thing ever. We buy stuff all year round from yeah. Amazon. And those shipping fees. You get they, groceries. Yeah, you get, you know, those shipping fees add up and they're not cheap either. They go from 5 no. to $10. And we order a lot of big items on there too. Fucking love Amazon. Oh man, Amazon has us so spoiled. I've literally ordered stuff and have it, you know, on my doorstep that same day. Mm-hmm. And Amazon mm-hmm. has... Or to, the next day even. Or the next day. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, not that bad. And Amazon, obviously, like you said, it's taken a huge chunk of the consumer market in terms of shopping. Uh, I know some people kind of don't care for Amazon because they feel like they monopolized the marketplace. But I mean, like, hey, you have a good idea. You go with it. You thought of it it's first. Funny you say that, but you're still ordering from them. Exactly, right? So, <laughs> and uh, I know you always make fun of, fun of me about this, but when I return items that I've bought, mm-hmm. Amazon mm-hmm. makes it so easy to do returns. Yeah. So I want to explain on why I make fun of you because <laughs> so Rudy will keep receipts for up to two years. You never like, know. He will literally like at the most I'll do it is like a week. Mm-hmm. And then eventually either I lose it or I just purposely throw it away because and I get your I get your your train of thought when it comes to that. I mean, I know that you've had had situations where you had the receipt yeah and you were able to return something while like and this was while we were hanging out and stuff so i've seen you do it i've seen it come to life i've seen that moment (laughs) which and i appreciate that out of both of us you do it because i know i won't but anyway that's why i wanted to explain it because this that's where that that's where that statement that he said comes from i mean yeah i mean there have been times i'm like you know, like, what's that saying? Well, I got receipts. I got all the receipts. Literally. <laughs> Up to two years worth. What you yeah. got? <laughs> but like, Amazon makes it so easy to make returns. I mean, you can go to any post office. You don't even need to box it. You just no. go drop it off. You could just show up with the barcode. Yeah, you could have like... And they'll fucking... Ugh. You could have worn whatever you bought once or twice. And as long as it's not like messed up or whatever, you return it. Yeah. You oh my go gosh, I love it. Post office, Kohl's, Whole Foods... Whole Foods. And even Amazon has those lockers at yeah. some 7-Elevens and apartment complexes. Yeah. Just go in there and drop it off. Best and thing ever. Like, I've, your money will be back in your account before you even get to your car. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I actually think they do it now, though, where you have to wait until the item's officially been shipped. Okay. So, I think it takes a few, like a day longer now. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like the day, the end of business day. But, yeah, I think that's how they do it. But regardless... um super awesome and they again hit that convenience um you know uh strategy i think that's that was the best strategy they they could have come with when it comes to consumers it's just how do we make things more convenient Mm -hmm. for people and that is where they sold everybody at right i don't think Um, i don't know anyone who does not have an amazon or an amazon prime account i know yeah or some somehow access to Mm -hmm. it because you know obviously people share accounts and stuff like that but yeah um also i did want to mention how amazon's alexa is also a really big deal i mean a lot of people prefer using alexa over other uh voice platforms and you can use it to turn shit on and off i mean 
that's amazing it's awesome again about convenience aside from the obvious though um, amazon has also become the biggest tech employment um uh, opportunity out there by far i mean it's huge and it directly impacts our economy so it is obviously directly impacting us every day i do want to say one quick story about amazon and how it impacted yeah. like my parents because you know, for those of you that remember my parents, they're predominantly... Probably not the demographic that they... Yeah, it's not the demographic that they but, would target. And yet they still benefited, mm -hmm. so... During the pandemic, I kind of upgraded my parents' house, made it like a little just smart a little home. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Put a couple of Amazon uh, Alexas, Alexas around yeah. the house. Where there's and, one like in the kitchen, and the kitchen, in the living room, in the, the living room, yeah. And I, and I told my parents, I was like, hey, this is Alexa, just tell her what you want. <laughs> this is what you, she's Mom, your friend. Dad, let me introduce you to Alexa. <laughs> she's really, the one. They were really confused at this point. <laughs> They're so, like, okay, he really needs to figure it out. <laughs> and like, I told my mom, my mom and dad, like, look, you can ask Alexa what the weather is, or you can even ask Alexa to call whoever you need to call. And then my parents are like, well, no, because she doesn't speak they Spanish. They were scared. Yeah. yeah. And like, just say in Spanish and see what happens. Sure enough, it picked up the, you know, the Spanish language um, uh, settings. Settings, yeah. 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 And like within a week or two, I, I'm in my room. I can hear my uh, my mom, Alexa, play Michael Salgado or whatever on the on the speaker. Yeah. And she'll jam jamming, making breakfast. I'm like, okay, she got it. And then she yeah. sets the thermostat now they, with Alexa. Right, right. I was about to mention the thermostat. So yeah, I mean, they, even for them being, being not the regular target uh, demographic for Amazon are still benefiting from it. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre to think about, um, about it, but it's, it's pretty awesome. And then, so like, let's, let's move on. Cause I know we can talk a lot about Alexa and Amazon yeah. and for right. sure. So we've touched a lot on how social media and Amazon have changed the way we, you know, live our lives. Also, I did want to mention how we didn't touch on Apple, how Apple changed. It's just kind of weird. I feel bad everything now. for us. I mean, so I just want to make sure and give them a moment. All right. There you go. <laughs> the moment's gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So like, like we were saying, like Amazon and social media played a huge part in how we live our lives now. But there is an event that, you know, kind of forced change on everyone around the world. It didn't matter if you were born yet or not, or if it impacted you. Or here you. in the U.S. Yeah, here in the it's U.S. Like everywhere. Even if it did not impact you directly, it impacted you in a certain way that affects the way you live your life now. And I'm talking about 9-11. It made a huge impact in our lives, one way or another. Because uh, for me, I remember sitting in class my senior year of high school, watching everything happen on live TV. I knew at the exact moment that when that happened, it was only a matter of days, a few days for the world to start molding into what it is now our everyday norm. M mostly uh, travel is what took a hit back then, and it evolved into what we're in now. Uh, what I'm going with that is, back then before 9-11, I remember with airports, they didn't have this whole TSA security checkpoint that we have now. They did have some sort of checkpoint where you would just kind of walk through a metal detector with your shoes on. I know it's it's so weird to think about that. Yeah. And you cannot actually even take um, a knife as long as it wasn't larger than four inches onto the plane. And you didn't even need a boarding pass. You didn't need to show a boarding pass or your ID until you got to your actual gate. Because, I mean, even like, say, for example, you're catching a flight and I'm taking you to the airport. Yeah, I could literally get off my car, park the car, get off the car, go with you, walk you all the way to your gate and, you know, wave at you as you're, wave as you're boarding your plane and then go back in the car and go home. Like, obviously, you can't do that now, but that was perfectly normal for people to do or 
you know how in movies you see families at the gate like with balloons and a banner and everything back in the day like in the 90s because you can actually go all the way in to the airport versus now you can't do that anymore and i think the craziest part has to be the fact that you know you can go all the way in there without even showing your id or your boarding pass yeah i i think it is definitely unique for me personally to think about the world before 9-11 specifically the way you travel because i grew up with tsa being a normal part of traveling for me i didn't even know you could go do any of what you just mentioned until you told me at some point and when you were you know writing this down or whatever and we were talking about it i it was just it's always been normal for me you know 9-11 obviously forced us to change our security measures which is a great thing now when it comes to safety because obviously it's something that you know we took for granted until 9-11 happened so just a quick little timeline about 9-11 and TS, well, about TSA more. Yeah. So TSA was created November 1st, uh, literally about uh, two months after the attack happened in New York. And December 1st, there was uh, another uh, smaller attack on a flight from Paris to Miami. A uh, passenger by the name of Richard Reed, he tried to ignite explosives that he packed into his shoes. You know, that, mm. that's that's the reason why now you have to take your shoes uh, off at the TX, at the TSA line. That's why. Now I have to fucking go barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> Where's some socks, nasty? <laughs> I'm going to get TSA pre-check soon, though, so it's all good. It's all good. Keep going. Sorry. So in August, <laughs> in August, uh, in August 2006, another attack was um, discovered, and obviously it didn't go through, but the way that what had happened was the passengers, there was 10 different airlines that were coming from the U.K., to you to the US. Um, those ten flights, they were they had liquid explosives in it. So that's why another reason why now you can only take up to three ounces of liquid onto the your onto the plane. But before that you couldn't even take any kind of liquid for a short period of time. So but yeah, those are all kind of like little Inf- little bits of information about TSA and how yeah, how like it, why it happened obviously obviously nine yeah. eleven being the main the prime motive right obviously. yeah um well that's interesting I think you learn something new every day I bet you I didn't know either so don't play um it is crazy how it's because of attempted attacks that a lot of these safety measures were taken and put into place you know because. You know, I always wondered where the whole shoe thing came from. Like, what the, you know, I was like, where, why do I have to take off my shoes? See, that one, I'm not even gonna lie. I did have to look, that that one popped up. I didn't really go looking into it. It just kind of popped up on the timeline on various websites I was looking at. Mm -hmm. And like, seriously, like this guy packed explosives in his shoe. You know, for me in the wintertime, I can't even put my shoe on when I'm wearing two socks. (laughs) And this guy put full-blown explosives in there. Like, how the That's like so mind-blowing. No pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> seriously okay so um two of the most memorable things for me that i that i didn't think i would ever see in my lifetime happened in my lifetime actually so definitely very very grateful for that because who knows when at least one of these things will ever things will ever happen again but uh seeing barack obama become president of the united states completely changed the way i felt about opportunities in my life it was a major impact Seeing him in Chicago the night the world found out that he was going to be our next president was like taking a breath of <sighs> fresh air, right? Fresh air. I remember being 16, 16 years old and just, you know, feeling hopeful about the future. Hold on. So let me get this straight. You were in Chicago and you saw Obama there? 
I thought the first time you went to Chicago was when you and I went. I'm no, for I was saying I meant like I was like I was watching him on television in Dallas. Well, I was in Dallas. Yes, he was in Chicago. I was seeing him in Chicago. Is what I meant. Okay, I thought you had been in Chicago before. I was no. about to get mad. I was like, you said that was our oh first time. You okay. lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, like yeah, I remember when Obama won the presidency. It was really awesome to see you know a black president and first lady in that position. But at the same time, you know, back in my mind, I was a little scared for them because, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. racism and all the changes that Obama was going to put into place. There was a huge following that was against Obama, not well, part right, of the reason of for what he stood for. And secondly, he's black. I mean, it's it's a real thing that right. there's racism, racism yeah. is obviously real. And I'm right there with you. I did not ever think that we would have a black president, especially in our lifetime. So I think next up, what we need to see if it happens is if we were to get a woman president, which we almost did at one point. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Or, you know, just another person of color. But yeah, I mean, it's just something I never thought I would I would see happen in my lifetime. But obviously, I'm thankful that I did. It happened while while um, I was alive. I mean, I obviously felt the same way about it when when it comes to what you were saying regarding re- regarding Ooh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> regarding him going into office because it was just unheard of at the time. I mean, we've had nothing but 43 white men run the country and now here comes a black man with a black family living in ironically the White House. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, in my opinion it it's is um it's something old school, by the way, that we should probably update the name uh, as as far as the White House is what I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean, it was a huge moment. It was a uh, hopeful moment. And then we went stupid backwards and chose the complete opposite of hope and went back to misogynistic, white supremacist, old school minded, criminally driven and selfish president. I feel like you went through a lot there. Yeah, well, to, we all did during that time. Yeah, we well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, for me, it was really sad to see when Trump went, went into office. And I remember I was in San Francisco at a bar, as one does when they're in San Francisco. Of course. And I remember when they announced that Trump won the presidency, the bar I was in, they went wild. Like, they went crazy. They were excited. They were happy that he won. And I'm like, okay, cool. That Everybody calm down. It's cool. But um, that's when I kind of took a step back and looked around the room and noticed yeah. that one... I was the only Mexican bar up. Oh, I was the only Mexican person in At that the bar. bar. Yeah. And two, I was the darkest person in that bar. So yeah. I calmly told the bartender, I was like, yeah, let me close my tab out. I'm going to head out. I'm going to get out of here. Um, get out just of your call way. it a night, you know, early. No reason. <laughs> so, yeah, no reason. No reason. I feel completely safe here. <laughs> so I closed my, my tab out and I left. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back to the hotel, lock the door, turn off the lights. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah totally understand that i mean i think it's you know like all of a sudden it's like that sense of safety and hope just kind of went away i mean the eight years that obama was in office i felt so good about my future and the future for all americans who aren't psychopaths um but i felt like finally we had a sense of peace and the world felt you know whole like we were all finally working together towards a better and brighter future i mean obama made same-sex marriage legal in the united states and that's another thing i never thought i would ever see happen not ever in my lifetime i mean So here, you know, we had two life-changing moments that happened within an eight-year span. And that's not something that you really get to see happen. Um, I think the fact of the matter is, you know, whether you were pro or against these two things, 
having a black president and then having him legalize same-sex marriages. I mean, these two things are still very much historical and major event events for the United States. So whether you agree with it or not, the fact of the matter is uh, the fact of the, of the matter is they both changed the direction of the U.S. Yeah, it's going to be in every history book moving on forward. Like as much like as yeah. much as nine eleven, yeah, Obama. Like, whether and, it was good or bad, it happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember also when same sex marriages were made legal. And even then, I I think it was obviously a slow process because it was legalized and it it takes right, time. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, everything takes people time. People are going to fight it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And that's where that's where I was going. It just people, happens. People are going to fight it. And for me, I was thinking, you know, if you're straight and it doesn't affect you any way, any f- form of way, why does it matter if two people of the same sex get married? I mean, it's not essentially it's not costing you anything. It's not you're not part of that relationship. So why why does it even matter to that person? Who's against it? And it definitely was a huge deal because I do remember seeing a surge in uh, same-sex marriages when it was legalized in Texas. And actually, you were part of that statistic. You were part of that number. You you made history. Yeah, I was. I was. And now I'm getting divorced. Yay. Okay. Kind of <laughs> took away from what I was saying. So, but, um, you know, that's what I love about you. You always know how to make light <laughs> of dark moments in life. And, uh, you know, and the divorce party, your divorce party was a lot of fun, too. I mean, you know, I'm glad that Luis was there and, you know, it made it happen. Because honestly, it wouldn't have been possible without him. You know, we needed his signature there. I know, I know. I don't know why people think it's so weird that he was there. We're really good friends. It takes two to tango, a.k.a. sign the divorce papers. Duh, guys, quit making it weird. Right? (laughs) Like, gosh. Okay, so the the last thing, this is... This title is killing me. Okay, so the last <laughs> thing that changed things that we want to talk about did not just change the United States; it changed the world. COVID, you know. Yeah, these last we obviously had to talk about. Yeah, it, obviously, I'm, I'll be, the show did start during COVID, so it did. It did. So these last three years, you know, obviously they've been ever changing for everyone. You know, it went like the school, the the kids, they went on spring break one year and they just never fully returned to campus until mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. And it took a while to come back. And yeah, everyone went from being able to the gro- being able to go to the grocery store whenever they want, buying whatever they want, you know, however much they want to only being able to buy a pack of toilet paper or one Cutting case of water. Yeah. yeah they, we got cut off and Ugh. you know, I'm still mad at y'all about that. Well, by yeah. Way. I mean, they did, we did it to ourselves, Yeah, you, you know, I mean, I didn't, but I, you know, I people didn't. did. Um, yeah. A lot of changes occurred during this time. So let's get into the most notable ones. Um, first starters work from home vibes officially became our new normal. Of course, this happens after I leave the nine to five world. So I guess it's not really our new normal, but you know, it definitely was the first thing that happened when everything shut down. You seem a little upset by that. The fact I mean, that totally. I mean, I did, I've been working forever doing nine to five and then all of a sudden now we want to work from home because we, you know, so many companies had spoken about doing, you know, work from home type of things, but it just never really happened until they were forced to do it. So, yeah. And I, I can feel you on that. Like, because I always wanted to work from home also, but you know, I wanted to work from home on my own terms, not because of a deadly virus that's wiping yeah. out the, the world of <laughs> yeah. pandemic. And I did get an experience, you know, somewhat from the outside. You know, I saw my sister working from home. I saw my nephews doing their virtual learning online course, schoolwork, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's you know, pretty interesting and exciting. 
for like the first 10 minutes. Then I got bored, made myself a drink and went outside and got drunk. Okay. Thank you for contributing <laughs> to this part of the conversation. Real informative stuff, real informative <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, in reality, COVID has obviously forced change for many, many people's work environments. Uh, so much so that we have seen major companies like Google, Facebook, Spotify, and Apple have to adapt full-time employees to work from home as an option. But it's not um, only the bigger corporate companies. I mean, I've, I've seen it with friends. I have friends who work from, from home full-time right now, too. So the reason why this matters is because we're seeing this have a direct effect on office buildings, right? Companies are now downsizing, if not fully going away, from having an office. So it is also directly impacting the commercial real estate market, and it's safe to say that, you know, what we don't see right now as a direct result, uh, result of work from home work environments, but we will, you know, probably see in the future as it slowly impacts the, the market, you know, more and more. Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying, because like even now with you and I traveling across the U.S., and I don't know if you have seen this, but I've noticed a lot of, you know, now leasing or office space for lease signs like all, all over the uh, freeways and like those small towns that we go to and it's not not only the commercial space but like buying a home now has gone up so much and i, I, I don't know sure if the the covid pandemic had anything to do with it because i know in the beginning of the pandemic i mean it definitely did i don't know how, i don't know the logistics of how but i know it did yeah because i know i remember in the beginning of the pandemic i was like well i'm in dallas let me look at a couple of condos I was looking around for a two bed, two bath, you know, nothing fancy, just something average, uh, 80 to 90,000, you know, it's doable. And fast forward two, three months later, those condos have either sold out or tripled in price. And it's, it's just crazy to see the, the housing market boom so much in that short time of period. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have noticed we travel so much that, you know, we've, I've noticed signs everywhere for leasing, commercial leasing uh, opportunities. So it is sad that, um, you know, this is one of the direct results that COVID has had on, on uh, the, the market. So one other interesting, uh, change that I've seen, I noticed during COVID and all of our traveling is, you know, hotel housekeeping. Yeah, that too. We stay at hotels on a daily basis and just about every hotel that we check in, they tell us, it's like, oh, we're not doing uh, daily housekeeping. But if you do want it, make sure you let us know 24 hours in advance. And it's it's kind of odd that, not odd, but like housekeeping, you know, when you want them to change your sheets, your linens, your new towels and everything. Come make your bed. Yeah. yeah throw your trash out. Now you, right. have, now you have to let them know in advance. But I see why some of the hotels are doing this because with housekeepers not having to clean every single room, it saves time. It saves the money because now they're not washing as mi- as much uh, linens and towels. We're having to pay that many people to be present every and working. day. Yeah, so I I get why they're doing that, but it dra- drastically the the last three years it's changed your hotel stay experience to where, you know, for me like I go to work. Back then I would go to work and I'd come back to my hotel. I'd have my bed freshly made, new towels and everything. Now it's like. Uh, my room's dirty. I got to clean it now. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely true, which honestly, it's it's also really just unfortunate not to be selfish, but it really is, you know, in, unfortunate for those who, you know, depended on housekeeping for, for a job, right? Like, it's safe to say that is also a direct result of the pandemic. And it's probably something most people don't even realize that takes a hit when it does, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, another thing I actually saw on the news uh, the other day is how 
Um, actually, this was probably a while back now that I remember, but it's how for the first time in a full school year, uh, there were no school shootings since it became a normal thing, right? So if you you know if you've noticed now, uh, I personally have not seen many school shootings on the news anymore, and I think it's because a lot of them now have many classes online, if not mm-hmm. all classes available online. So it's not to say that they don't happen anymore, obviously, but they certainly do. Um, but there has been an interruption on the trend line that was originally taking place because uh, before COVID occurred. So. Yeah, and it's kind of sad that the fact that it took a pandemic for school shootings to become like now almost almost non-existent. Like you said, they're still there, but we don't see them as. I mean, they're much. still hi- they're still happening, and they are going like it's gradually going back to what it used to be, mm-hmm. but it's not happening as um as commonly as back to back as it used to i guess you got to take the good with the bad i mean yeah and now that we're on the topic of you know school shootings uh themselves look me when i was in high school i remember when columbine the shooting at columbine high school Uh happened and so a few days later after columbine uh you know the high school i was at we had a lockdown because of bomb threats and for us, it was just a common, you know, norm for the next couple of years. We had bomb threats. We had dog, uh, we had dogs sniffing the hallways for for explosives or whatever. And it, a lockdown was normal, and for me to in high school. But it was like bombs, though, right? It was I mean, bombs, not yeah. to say that that's better than guns. <laughs> it was just bombs, right? I mean, bombs <laughs> are like bad. I think, if not worse, but that was more like normal versus like school shootings, mm-hmm. like mass school shootings. Yeah, but like, I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is, I grew up like in in middle school before any school shootings that we heard of uh, for Colum- like before Columbine happened. I was in middle school, and even then, I was already going through mail detectors and random locker searches throughout the school. And I thought everyone went through this because I know when I asked you about it, I was like, yeah, did y'all have metal detectors and all this? And you're like, no, our, our school is safe. Yeah, yeah. I, it, to me, it was, it was mind-blowing because I guess it's just DISD that does you, you that. You literally grew up with all, yeah. with all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I personally did not go through any metal, uh, metal detectors or you know any any of that honestly we didn't even have metal detectors in the schools um in high school right like um i mean the fact that you were going through that in in middle school is crazy but i guess valley ranch was a little irving safe haven Mm -hmm. which is part of the cfbisd school district um you went to disd which is dallas right independent school district so i don't know but yeah now looking back at it it was something that we were super fortunate to to I guess situation to be in, um, not having to do any or go through any of that. But it's sad because even with all of the other stuff that you dealt with growing up, you know, in your schools, you still didn't have to deal with school shooting preparations. I mm-hmm. mean, full blown, like what to do when a school shooting happens, lessons type of thing. Um, you know, where you have to plan for for when, not if a school shooting happens, because as statistics keep coming out, um, you know, it just shows that a school shooting is bound to happen at a school near you, if not a school you're attending at the time, um, at some point, right? So it is it is scary, but it's it's just part of the reality. So a little fun fact. I did go to Dallas ISD, graduated and everything, and a few years later, 15 years later, I went back and worked for the same school district that I graduated out of. So at one at one point I'm uh, substitute teaching a class of about twenty five kids, 
and I hear the school bells ringing like at an abnormal um, a pattern. They're not you're, they're yeah. not on cue. So with not the what time. you were used to. Yeah. Obviously, you knew it was being done on purpose, but mm-hmm. you didn't know why. Yeah, it wasn't a fire alarm. It was just like it was a weird pattern. I can I can't really describe it. So I go out of the classroom. I go to the next door classroom, and I'm, I ask the teacher, I was like, "Hey, what's what's going on?" She's like, oh, it's a lockdown. You need to go back in the in the room that you're subbing in. Go back to the kids. Don't leave them on the table like yeah, you just did. Like, um, <laughs> definitely don't do what you're doing right now. <laughs> and then so I found out uh, she had to tell me, uh, go in the room, close all the blinds, turn off the lights, close the door, lock it. And, you know, just a parent that called in a tip that she saw a kid outside of the school with a gun uh, trying to get access into the school that was working. So, That's scary, yeah. Yeah, and the the bad part about it is you know, here I am, I grew up, went to school, experienced some of these like uh, drills and everything as a kid. Now that I'm I'm uh, older, I'm a, I'm a grown up now, I'm in charge of 25 kids and I did not even get the proper training on what to do in a situation like that, on a lockdown situation. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where I was supposed to go. And that's kind of scary. I mean, you know, like like for you, like, have, right. have you been in a situation similar to that? Like, I know you've told me before in the past when you were in college, something kind of happened to you. Yeah. So not as a, as a teacher um, or anything in, in the work uh, condition, but yeah, I have. Um, I think it's just, I just want to say, I think it's just gotten worse to where now it has become a norm that schools have to be prepared in handling, you know? Going as far as teaching students how to hide and how to uh, respond to a situation like that, including teachers. Um, I think, you know, I'd like to think I I know how I would respond to a situation like that. But the reality is I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something that you like to tell yourself like, oh, you know, well, I would do this or I would do that or I would prepa- be prepared to do this. But it's, it's one of those situations you don't know how you're going to react right. until you're actually when you're in like it. in shock mm-hmm. or you're in a fear, um, fearful moment. You know, you really don't know how you're going to handle a situation. Um, yeah, the, the day the shooting happened at North Lake College, uh, which is a college that I was going to at the time, I was not there. Um, thankfully, I'm I'm really happy I wasn't, but I knew people that were there, study groups and friends that I had. And all I could think about was if they were okay, if the teachers were fine. I didn't know exactly what happened yet, but I but I could see the students being led to safety and the SWAT team surrounding the school on the news. I mean, I was supposed to be there that day for a group study that ended up canceling and, and I'm grateful that it did because I cannot imagine. I mean, look, standing on the opposite side of that screen, watching everything happen instead of being there. You know what I mean? Like just that moment alone when you're like, Oh my gosh, I was supposed to be there yeah. today. Like I can't imagine how I would have, what I would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm grateful. Uh, we came to find out that a student uh, shot another student, a girl uh, named uh, Janira Gonzalez. Um, he was stalking her and re- she rejected him. And then uh, he decided to take it upon himself to to shoot her. And then he shot himself in the locker room shower stalls. So it's just super, super fucking tragic. Super sad. Yeah, that's really that is really sad. I mean, I hadn't he- I hadn't heard about the shooting because I was already out of Dallas at the time. But I did Google the story. I read the article that the uh, the Dallas News had printed on it, 
And the, the good thing about that situation is that the professors that they interviewed at North Lake College, they were trained. And one of the professors did say that they, she had gone through the motions of the training that she received. And, you know, she did what she did what I had learned earlier on. She locked herself in the classroom with other students and, you know, yeah. potentially saving them from it, from any harm. But, um, yeah, it's un- it's unfortunate that, you know, a, lo- a young life was taken. I mean, she was supposed to graduate, I think, the next semester from what the article said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's super sad because, you know, I mean, I could point the girl out. I mean, when I saw the picture, I, I don't want to say I was shocked, but it's just, it's not someone I knew by any means. Like, I didn't even know her name before the, the incident, but... I've seen her, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen her before. We've, we've crossed, we've crossed paths, kinda you like, know, kind of like surreal. You see her picture and you're yeah, like, I and was just, just like, sitting by her. There. Right. Or, yeah. And, and I just remember I passed her. So I, I knew her face. I knew who she was. Um, and just, just the fact of that alone, you know, it's just, it's just, it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad. You know what her life could have been, where she could be right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's super tragic. Um, but all right, so we covered a lot of different uh, impacts that have happened in our lifetime. So um, I'm going to go ahead and go into my coastal takeaway. I don't know, by the way, I don't know if any of you guys listening have experienced something different than what we did cover, but I would obviously love to hear it. Um, so my biggest takeaway from this conversation certainly has to do with just how I will never really know a world before 9-11 or school shootings. You know, these are events that have completely shaped our bubbles, our safety bubbles, but it helps me appreciate the would-haves in this in those situations because I'm happy that I have been able to live a life where something so traumatic has not directly affected me or impacted my family's lives. And I don't take that for granted by any means. And I should continue to remind myself that every day and you guys should all do the same too. Yeah. So yeah, that's my coastal would takeaway. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and jump into mine. Um, I do like the fact that I was born and grew up in a time before the rise of the internet and cell phones. Yes, life is a little easier just because of the technology we have, but it is crazy for me to sit and think back on, you know, sit and think back and look at how things have changed because of events that have happened around us. I do get excited and a little nervous to think, you know, what's next? What, what will change in our lives? Excited because it's going to be something new. However, nervous because what is going to happen in the world that will require this new change? I guess when all is said and done, everything goes back to the saying, the only constant is change. We all face changes every day, whether it it is a simple change or a big one. Changes affects us all, and we each deal with change differently. Just remind yourself of all the things you could, should, and would do in the best way possible. Speaking of things we should handle in the best way possible... Because of popular demand from our most cherished listeners, uh, we're going to be discussing the slap heard around the world. You're correct. Yes, the Will Smith and Chris Rock Oscar moment that shook all of us for many different reasons. So stay tuned for next week's episode. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, hearing everyone's point or or each other's point of views and just kind of discussing some things that you may or may not know. Yeah. And that led up to that moment. Use our tag at Kosovo to keep up with what we're doing and catch a new episode every single Tuesday. 
You said it all right without like I was struggling. So nervous. Good job. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week. See ya. All right. Bye.